This week on the Ritual Misery, I don't know why I'm saying it like that, podcast, <laughs> I got some sh- some progress done on my shed. Uh, Halloween happened. It did, it did. And so did Mandalorian episode or chapter nine, episode nine. Mandalorian's back. The only thing that's important is we have Christoph Zajac Denek with us tonight. What's up, y'all? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. Hello and welcome to the Ritual Misery Podcast, episode 262 for Thursday, the 5th of November, 2020. This is the show where two lifelong friends and their guests celebrate all things geek. I'm Amos, that's Kent, and we have a guest tonight. His name is Christoph. I'm not going to try your last name because Kent practiced it before the show. Christoph, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm excellent. How are you guys? Doing Thank you so well. much for having me on the show. I, I, it's an honor and privilege to have you on. Tonight. I don't mind trying your name, but not like live on air and the spot <laughs> without some practice because I'm awful. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bad human being. Oh, because you're suddenly afraid to embarrass yourself? Well, no. No, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> my, want to offend our name, guest. <laughs> my name has five speed bumps in it. I mean, it's a difficult <laughs> thing to say altogether, you know? <laughs> Yeah, not false. <laughs> it's, it's the way it is. I'm the shortest guy with the longest name. Um, so, go figure. Not not inaccurate. Um, Kent, you you did Halloween. Like, you actually did Halloween. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't do trick-or-treat or anything like that. Uh, we decided to keep the porch light off this year and uh, just avoid all the COVID, uh, just everything. So we, like I said, turned off the porch light. We made some nachos. We set our asses on the couch and we watched classic horror movies. Uh, We watched uh, The Town That Dreaded Sundown and a couple of the Halloween movies, like the original ones from the 70s and early 80s. And uh, it was a fun night. That sounds great. What did you do? I carved a couple pumpkins with some friends and watched Beetlejuice. Oh. oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it was cool. I'd, ne- I'd actually never seen the entire movie of Beetlejuice before, which is so sad to admit, especially <laughs> on a public forum. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> wow! But I hadn't, I hadn't seen the whole movie. I've, I've, you know what? I think I've seen every single scene, just over the past y- years. But yeah. I finally put it together on Halloween. Oh my! Oh, God. right on. Right on. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. It, it, I'm due for a rewatch. Um, I just rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, with, uh, just off a whim. My wife put it on there, and we watched it with the with our our seven year old daughter and our five year old niece. Nice. Were they scared? No, no. They 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 laughed and looked at their at their uh, iPads. <laughs> that sounds. Yeah. There's probably scarier things on the iPads than Beetlejuice. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah. If, if you haven't seen a seven-year-old shaking from Five Nights at Freddy's, then you don't, you haven't lived. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, so, did did um did you make any progress on on any of your uh, home renovation type stuff? I did. Uh, we I now have power in my shed. Finally got power. Excellent. It's actually going. Got the circuit breaker hooked up. Uh, I went to Home Depot and got an in-wall heater. So now there's heat in there. So it's not balls cold. And of course, I haven't just... I got that installed on Sunday and I haven't had time to actually get anything done this week. But I've got the installation in the garage. I've got got the lights. I've got all... The, I, I plan on being done, done. Like having everything moved in by the end of the weekend. So pretty excited about that. Oh, right That's on. awesome. Right on. Is that now? Is that going to be a clubhouse, or are you just gonna like that's your your shed? Uh, I mean, it has heat, so it could end up being my doghouse. I mean, we have a cot, so <laughs> I, I, oh, I, yeah. I guess my wife now has one more place for for me to go sleep instead of. You know. <laughs> right. Well, that's convenient. That's convenient. <laughs> uh, now you Bring know why I have heat. socks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, and and the Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. Uh, uh, mesh point is here in my room and the shed is right there so i i get i get good wi-fi out there like i could you know kick me out good make you're gonna sleep in the shed tonight oh netflix <laughs> oh <laughs> damn 
Yeah. So how, how was your week, Christoph? My week was great. I, um, you know, I, yeah, I had a couple podcast guest um, spots this week, which was really, really cool. You know, um, that's why I wanted to, that's why I attended the podcast conference where I met Anthony Amos. And uh, yeah, it, so that was, that's been really awesome to talk about my show and, and do that. Um, I'm in Seattle at the moment and I have some really close friends here. So uh, a friend of mine has a, a custom jewelry workshop. And so I went and shot some photography oh, with nice. him and I had probably the weirdest slash like, um, yeah, it was a heart racing experience. I got kind of cornered or like pushed down the sidewalk by a homeless woman whoa Um, whoa yeah which was i haven't had that happen at all and i was i was i got really really angry which i i'm a really mellow guy and i handle things i think with as calm of a head as i can and yeah i turned the corner um, to walk to my friend's shop and this woman was there living on the street and she was just stepping in front of me and I would try to dodge and go around her and she would take a step closer to me and like keep me from going whichever way I was trying to zig or zag so much so that she was backing me. She backed me around a corner and back like halfway down that block. And like, what the hell? I, I gave, I, I offer, I gave her my snacks and stuff and I'm like, I'm four foot, four inches tall. So, and I, uh, side note, I'm from Detroit, Michigan and I've lived in Los Angeles. So I've been around homeless folks and people sure. who are, you know, messed up in the moment. And this was daylight and it was right next to a busy street and it was just, it was freaking me out. And the only way that she let me go by was because there was a, a bigger guy that walked up behind me and she saw his presence and she just kind of walked away. But yeah, so my heart got going this week because Good I just Lord didn't know how that was going to turn out. And it's crazy. And now you have one more story for your podcast. <laughs> I have one more story. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> this God. is, well, you know what? My, my buddy who works there and has his shop there, um, you know, he sees her all the time and it, he doesn't think it's like a drug situation, but he thinks it's just like a mental illness situation, mm, which is sure. really, really sad because, you know, this individual obviously needs help, you know, yeah. and there's been other instances. There were three instances that day that were recorded with people going in and out of there. And so I don't know. It was just, uh, I didn't know how to handle it. That was the thing. Like I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm really good at handling strange situations. Mm. I sucked in that one. <laughs> I just don't know how to have gotten how I got out of it. Jeez. That's crazy. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe she thought you were Ike the Spike, and uh, she was trying to uh, th- to do society a favor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's the that's the way you do it. Just corner me and push me off the <laughs> sidewalk into a yeah. Busy that's street. wild. That is wild, man. That's yeah, nuts. really, really kind of crazy. But you know, other people have had that instance too, and it's uh, it's kind of the whole mental health discussion. I think that. It's sure. it's really tough to it's really tough to wrangle that and yeah. actually get the people who need the proper care the actual proper care that they need you know um, yeah it, so it, so that's one of the things that's it's really easy to address it's very difficult to affect positive change mm. you know it, for sure it's not hard oh we're just gonna throw more money at mental illness or we're gonna do this or do that but to actually genuinely affect positive change yeah. as a community, let alone a nation, that is a much bigger rock. Yeah. And the, the people who are in these scenarios, like this woman is just one person and her actions are very unique to herself, you know, yeah. and the people that are directly affected by them. How do you in mass quantity, like address that. It's so hard. You can't assign like two people to every single person that needs Mm -hmm. specific care. It's, I have, I have no answers for how to figure this out, but (laughs) I can, I I definitely see how that is such a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Kent, uh, craziness aside or just bad placement, uh, the man, the Mandalorian, uh, 
displaced me mentally a little bit this week. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, dude, man is back. Can't you know this about me? I do not like westerns. I'm not into spaghetti westerns or uh, uh, the any. I don't like westerns. Like it's just not my thing. But right. I love some sci-fi. Yep, and, and you well, throw you throw a sci-fi spin on a classic western story, and yeah, like Firefly, right? Like I'm in. I'm totally in. <laughs> you, you're you're taking something I like and something I don't like, and making something I love out of it. And the, yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Mandalorian's back. I don't want to spoil much um, about the show. I just want to say that it was freaking awesome. And yeah. I am so thrilled that it's back. And I can't <laughs> wait for tomorrow's episode. <laughs> I need that uh, little. Uh, off, do, you, do you watch the Mandalorian? I, I have seen the show. I've seen maybe two or three episodes and that's it. And I think it's great. And I'm going to watch more, but I, I have friends that have worked on it. So uh, uh, I need to, I need to watch it to, to also see their performance. Uh. <laughs> that, is, that is yeah that is awesome the man the mandalorian is so freaking cool um are, yeah. are you are you much of a star wars fan i am so i am so bad with keeping track of tons of characters <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. like anything i i it's so bad with that um yeah i i have i'm getting better i think at following characters and, and things like that but i was not bred to follow long storylines with very with a lot of characters, it's not uh, it's all, not in my DNA. All I heard was "I'm getting better." What from <laughs> what is that? It's, it's from Holy Grail. You wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's been not, a minute. Since not dead well. yet. <laughs> oh, all right, getting yeah, better. Yeah. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> just a flesh wound. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I thought I mean the only thing that this episode was missing was the I mean (laughs) you know I needed some spurs on somebody and that was it man (laughs) it was was pretty Mm. good it was really good I I thoroughly enjoyed it I'm glad Disney Plus is making this show just because the value that it really adds it's not necessarily the story but it's fleshing out so many things about the Star Wars universe that weren't you know, these things aren't going to make it to the big screen. They're not going to make it into the movies. They might make it into mm. Clone Wars. But they went to some random town on Tatooine that I don't know. I don't think was any in any atlas any, anywhere. Like, they just made some stuff up, threw a couple of buildings on a, on a, you know, and they were like, here you go, make the story there. But it fleshes out just the Star Wars universe, and I love that aspect of the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. It, it could not get a higher recommendation from me. It's It's wonderful. Okay, uh, I don't like it because it just adds more confusion to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has a detractor. Um, <laughs> so I, t- I told you I've been busy this week. I've actually been producing Daily Tech News Show all week, and uh, I'll finish up tomorrow. Uh, Roger has the week off, so I've been doing the behind the scenes on that. It's not a heavy load, but it is time-consuming. And I got to tell you, man, it's a whole lot of fun just being involved with a great crew like that and, and putting out an amazing product. It's really fun to have my fingerprint anywhere on that project. Oh, absolutely, dude. In, anytime you get to work with Tom Merritt in any capacity, um, it's always a pleasure, I'm sure. Yeah, well, and it's not just Tom. I mean, uh, Joe, the the video producer, the guy that does the, the behind-the-scenes actual like media stuff. And then working with Sarah Lane, and I, I gotta, I gotta admit, man, when Sarah Lane first came on, like when she was on Tech News Today, I didn't really care for her too much. Like I always thought she, just, <laughs> she, just, she, she honesty, honesty is well, happening. Well, right it, now. <laughs> it, it felt like she wasn't quite in her place, and now that she's been on DTNS for a couple of years, she's been allowed to basically come into her own, and she's, she's a great reporter as far as like the tech news stuff like that goes, and then she's mm-hmm. also a great person, and I'm glad that she found Daily Tech News Show and she left Twit. And she can now kind of spread her wings and and be Sarah Lane and and sh- they're all right. just amazing. It's it's just a great crew. It's so much better than the uh, the crew on this show. <laughs> I was gonna say like Tom Tom isn't gonna associate with any slackers, but then I remembered you're on it, so now I'm like now the whole now the whole crew is suspect. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it happens it happens so if you uh if you hop on daily tech news show this week and you're listening to any of the shows and the stories are going too long and they're not getting you know the the the, the 
the the performance isn't how you expect it and some of the stories aren't where you thought they should be uh, that's this guy i'm not sorry <laughs> you're an artist man you know uh, you, you just you got to go with the flow and sometimes uh sometimes yeah. sarah goes on a tangent and you just got to let her let her go the way she's going to go cuz it's going to lead to a better understanding of something there you go and if you want a better understanding of the Ritual Misery podcast, head over to patreon.com slash ritual misery. <laughs> Show us that you give a fuck and give us a buck. Uh, yeah. Uh, you'd be able to, if, if you're listening to this in your podcatcher and you're not a patron, we had a half hour pre-show with Christoph and we went over the possibly not true history of the grapefruit <laughs> vodka fizz. And I got to tell you, it was enlightening. It was amazing. I'm so glad that we rounded out the history of just one more drink and our, our, our corral of, of drinks that we've researched diligently and <laughs> oh, I discussed live tonight. on the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm offended that you use the word possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so pre-shows, post-shows, exclusive interviews, all kinds of Cool stuff over at patreon.com slash ritual misery. All right, dude. It's uh it's about that time. We're gonna try to beat the D. What time is that? Yes. Powerful. He's extraordinary. A genius. Game. I cannot contain myself. Games. Games. Presented by Stephen Cogswell. I I gotta figure out how to at least pump the sound to you guys. So can't you describe the game? I'm gonna mess with my sound. Audience. It's going to break, <laughs> but I got to fix it's, it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, all right, uh, Christoph, the, the running joke uh, when I play the games is that uh, usually if we don't have a guest, it's just Amos playing against the game itself. Okay. And typically, especially if it's a quiz, we'll have 10 questions. And for the longest time, Amos was getting 60% of them correct. So he'd get six out of 10 correct. So my my running joke was that Amos got the D again um, as a as a euphemism. So yeah. then when he would get 70%, I would say you beat the D. And if you get 50% or less, then I would say you couldn't get the D. So I named this this week's game, I named it Beat the Drums or Beat the D, uh, just to, to have a play on words. I chose I chose the game that I chose. Because I know that you're a drummer, and I know that Amos wishes he was a drummer. I would say Amos is a drumming enthusiast. There you go. Uh, but Christoph is a legit ass drummer. Um, so I found some of the coolest rock bands that I like, and I listed the drummers. And you guys have to tell me when I tell you the name of the band, you have to tell me who the drummer is. Oh. I would do much better the other way, but let's do this. So, so <laughs> oh, we're gonna man. take this we're gonna take good. we're gonna take turns back and forth. If you answer correctly without multiple choice, you'll get two points. Okay. If you ask for the choices and then get it right, you'll get one point. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Christoph, you are the guest, so I'll let you choose if you want to go first or second. Um, I, I'll go second. Damn. You will go second. All right, Amos. Now, Kent always front loads these or back loads these, and I never know which one it is. But <laughs> like, he always he always designs these quizzes, so one person's going to have a way easier time. And if it's you, I'm not sorry. I love the, <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the, the extra element of stress. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amos. Your first band is Van Halen. Oh, uh, Alex Van Halen. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Starting off strong, Amos. I, I almost said Eddie, and I was like, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, that would have been incorrect right. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Christoph, your first band is Metallica. Uh, Lars Ulrich. That is 100% correct. I figured there was no way anybody's going to get that one wrong. Right. Even if you don't like music and you're just a fan of Napster, you would know Lars. <laughs> Napster. <laughs> yeah, you remember true. that thing from 20 years? Yeah. Remember the cartoon where it had Lars as like the imp bouncing around on James's shoulders and he was like the big monster. It's like, yeah, Napster bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That was delightful. 
Oh, so good. <laughs> All right, Amos, your next one. Anthrax. While I, your- I question the validity of you being a fan of Anthrax, I clearly am not and don't know. <laughs> so, All right, so your choices are Charlie Benani, Robert Sweet, Peter Chris, or Stephen Sweet. I'm going to go with uh, Stephen Sweet. Why not? I like alliteration. That would be, that would be incorrect. It's Charlie Benanti. Whatever. Like, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christoph, over to you. All right. Nirvana. Oh, um, oh, man. My mind just blanked. Holy crap. Can, um, can I go for the steal? Come on. Dave Grohl. Have your choice. Okay, Dave Grohl, that is correct for two points. All right. Amos, back over to you. Okay. Hopefully this is an easy one for you. <laughs> Motley Crue. Um, uh, what the hell is his name? You can get your choices. I, I don't want my choices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it's Pam Anderson's ex-husband that like went on a boat with her. What the hell's his name? Um, so, so far, <laughs> talk yourself through it, man. Keep, yeah, keep, just keep going, keep, keep going on that. Something Lee. There you go. Oh, damn it! And of course, chat is quiet tonight. Jerks. <laughs> You're trying to cheat. <laughs> the famous Stalin chat. Um, uh, damn you it. are right there. I know, and now now I've got the 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 Eminem song stuck in my head. <laughs> you're so you're you're so close, man. Damn it. Um, I God, I can't remember his first name. Okay, so if you if you ask for choices, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the point because <laughs> you already said his last name, right? Yeah, just say Mr. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Long Tommy Lee. There, there you go. go. There you go. After much delay, <laughs> we got the right Look, answer. But I got it before chat gave it to me, so... Right, right. <laughs> That's important. All right. All right, Christoph, over to you. You have Aerosmith. Oh, darn it. Um... Oh, shoot. Yeah, don't feel I bad can... on this one, because I... I, I, yeah. I... I I can read the choices. I bet you will get it with the choices. I'll, I'll know from the choice. Yeah, because he just got released from the band. I think a year or two ago. Uh, all what right, if so I know? Tr- what if I know trivia about the drummer? As well? <laughs> <laughs> if the trivia includes his name. I will give you two points. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Touche. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got it. Uh, all, right. all right. Yeah. I'll take the choices, please. All right. Your choices are. Fred Corey, Stephen Sweet, Ted Kilpatrick, or Joey Kramer? Joey Kramer. There you go. One point awarded. All right, Amos. I would not have got that, by the way. Your band is Warrant. Oh, might as well just give me the choices and call it C, because I have no clue. You don't All listen right, to Warrant. I'm this. This isn't even a valid question. You probably you probably never even heard. You can name one song by Warrant right now. Oh, Cherry Pie. Cherry Pie. No, fuck yeah. That's like the only <laughs> song that I know. <laughs> Same here, but still, I didn't expect you to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the album has a waitress on the cover. Yeah, and she's dropping. Like, but, yeah, pie. but there's right. so so many people attribute that song to Poison because they had very similar sounds at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they didn't look all that different either. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there were 15 bands that had the same sound. <laughs> yep. It's Cinderella, yeah. Poison, Rat, uh, Rat, uh, yep. <laughs> no, Cinderella had the same look, but they did, they had a different sound. Of course, I'm, I'm a Cinderella fan, so I could 
Tesla. Oh, well, there you go. Great white. Yeah, great yep. white. That was, yeah. They tried to keep the rock and roll in it, but the hair got in the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Amos, your choices for Warrant's drummer are Ian Pace, John Bonham, Stephen Sweet, or Jason Bonham? Uh, let's go Stephen Sweet again. It is Stephen Sweet. <laughs> One point. Boom. Nice. <laughs> And th- yeah, you said you were going to go with C. And when I when you said that, I read through the choices real quick, and I was like, "Holy crap, that is C!" So so C <laughs> was Stephen Sweet, and I already told you I like alliteration. That was just that was the that was the pick. It worked out. Lined up. It's All right, good Chris. I went second. <laughs> oh, which by the way, we have a tie game at five points each right now. Yeah, but I'm I'm a question ahead, so he's actually a point ahead. That's how it works. Wow. Well, Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Christoph, your next band is Iron Maiden. Again, uh, I doubt the validity of your fanhood of Iron Maiden. <laughs> I have oh, maybe I don't anymore. I, I had a beer bottle of their <clears throat> of their beer over here. I need the I need the list. My Iron Maiden knowledge is uh, suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So your choices for Iron Maiden's drummer are Mr. X, Guy Man Dude, Nico McBrain, or Bruce Dickinson. It's Nico McBrain. It is, in fact, Nico McBrain. Yeah. I think One- all of those names could have come out of a, out of a name generator. I know. I know. <laughs> Nico McBrain is such an amazing name. No matter, like, whatever. He should have. Uh, he should have a comic series, a comic book series. Like that's amazing. He should be fighting crime with drumsticks. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. How can? How is that not a thing? Because that needs Iron, to be Iron Maiden's all, right. all into the marketing and stuff. Like, like I said, they have a, a beer collab that they did. Uh, they got all kinds of. I think they have a pinball machine. Like, there's got to be a comic book. Are they still touring too? I, I mean, so. when? Yeah, I think they are. That's amazing. That's well, I mean, awesome. yeah, COVID notwithstanding, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're like really old. Like they're, I think late sixties, early seventies or something. They're, they're up there. They weren't young yeah. in their heyday though. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Amos, your final band oh. is Pantera. Oh, I was hoping to say like any number of like eight other bands. I don't know Pantera. <laughs> Mm. I know like one song by Pantera and I'm not even sure it's by Pantera. So I'm not even going to say what it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me my choices. All right. Your choices for Pantera's drummer, Philip and Selmo, Rex, Vinnie Paul, or Mr. X. I say Vinnie Paul sounds like a cool, like nineties hair band name, but that's not Pantera, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Vinnie Paul. You guessed correctly. There it is nice go. one, man. <laughs> oh, the sun shines on dog's ass some days. <laughs> Christoph, the pressure is on. The score is tied six to six. Ooh. All right. You are on your final question. I'm going oh, to predict that you are going to <laughs> win this one. Your band for the win is the Beatles. Oh. Oh, that is um that's uh Rango Starry. <laughs> Ringo Star. Rango Stare. Yes. Rango yeah. Stare. <laughs> Ringo 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 Star. Yes. Uh, uh Rango Planet or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um yes, Ringo- it is it is Ringo Star. <laughs> ding 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 ding. You have beaten Amos eight to six. Ah, I still got six out of ten. I got the D. Yeah, you got the D. Christoph, he beat the D. Beat the D. (laughs) And Christoph beat the D right here, live on stream. (laughs) I was really hoping you'd go with Guns N' Roses because then I'd be like, "Do you mean Steven Adler or Matt Sorum?" And then you'd be like, "No, the the new guy with the the the." the Yep, I should have thrown GNR in there. That'd have been great. Uh, I was wondering if you were gonna if you were gonna toss in Deep Purple. Oh, and that too. That dude's awesome. All right. Yep. Uh, Great all right. game. That was fun. That was cool. And and I'm I'm gonna hit the uh, button again. Just hopefully you guys can hear it this time, so you can get the the full effect. 
What time is it? Ken. He's all powerful. He's extraordinary. A genius. Game. I cannot contain myself. Ken's game. Presented by Stephen Cogswell. All right. Nice. Very nice. I still don't think it went all on right. the stream, but you guys got to hear it, so whatever. <laughs> So, um, so Christoph, we're we're very honored to have you as our guest this week. Um, you have a podcast that I listened to the first several episodes of, and I was very impressed with your story. Oh, thanks. So, and uh, beyond that, I looked you up because you said something about being in movies, and I looked you up in IMDb, and you've actually got a nice little list of credits. Um, would you like to to before we get into your story? Do you want to tell our audience like what you're most famous for? Because I bet a lot of our audience has seen your performance. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, the the biggest show that I've worked on. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am stoked. You guys are awesome. This is so much fun. I am so happy to be here. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. That just means um, I undersold it during podcast movement. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, you just come on for like five minutes and 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 dip out because we're just gonna make fun of ourselves and no. <clears throat> <laughs> no, no, I love it. This is awesome. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and thank you for for looking me up to the, the the show that I'm most proud of and that has kind of gotten me the most notoriety uh, is Twin Peaks, and I get to play a really brutal murderous character on twin peaks and get my hands in some blood and get my hands uh yeah uh, taking some lives on that show so it it, it was an honor um <laughs> to it was on, an honor to play that type of role in anything you know just to have that type of action and that type of character but to do it with david lynch um he's such an inspiration of mine as a director and just as a as a creative person and i i i'm so proud of that um even though it's very messy and uh, violent and brutal it was it was so cool <laughs> and then also the the cast and and <clears throat> i've become friends with so many people from the original series and it's just a nice family of folks which it doesn't happen in hollywood you know all the time I feel like I've been absorbed into this family that's like, you're one of us now. And I'm like, uh, I don't belong here. And they're like, yeah, you do. You're here. <laughs> so it's, I'm, I'm very, I'm very grateful. Very grateful. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, and if you want to hear some behind the scenes commentary, which is completely not behind those scenes is someone else's entirely. Uh, Tom Merritt previously mentioned uh, founder and host of DTNS did a podcast about the Twin Peaks series. So, Oh, awesome. Yeah. The the original series or the return series? Both. Awesome. They cool. did they did the original that's, series in preparation for the return series coming out and then they did the return series. That's so cool. That's really really cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. I love it. Twin Peaks fans are they're diehard. They're a special type of individual and they're they're really respectful. They're really fun. They're really cool. They're so into it. I got to go to the Twin Peaks Festival in um, Seattle a couple years ago. They brought me up after the show had come out, and um, I got to meet everybody there. And I had a blast. It was it was so cool. I choked a lot of folks, like in, <laughs> in photos. Uh, so I had a blast, and it was it was cool. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, one more, one more Hollywood specific question before, before I want to move on to something else. Um, can, can you tell me, this is not something that's currently out, but I was wondering if you could elaborate on what is ass clowns constipated? Um, that was, uh, a job that I did. Um, and I don't, I don't know too much about it. Uh, I know it's out there somewhere. I don't even know that I knew the title when I did the job. And I think it was just like a background thing that I worked for two hours or something like that. But a lot of these small productions, rightfully so, you know, they, they dig into IMDb and they, they want to have their name on there. And they, you know, when people work a, or make their productions sag, even if it's low budget sag, like you have to promote yourself and you have to get it out there in any sort of way possible. And so, um, I don't know the script. 
I don't know <laughs> what it's all about. I haven't seen it. Um, it was a one-day gig for me, and that's really all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good disclaimer. <laughs> but it uh, is the first thing you see when you go to my IMDb page. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we, uh, I, I will say, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot here. We have a community. Uh, 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 we're part of a large community called Diamond Club that's associated with several different people and podcasts and all kinds of talent. We have a Diamond Club movie party once a month that watches um, sometimes good films, usually not. Uh, and they, uh, they, 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 they basically just have like an MST3K style group chat going on during the movie. Um, Love it. If that movie can be found... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to reach out to see if you want to join that night. Cause yeah, for sure. Cause I'll make two, I'll, I'll make t- two grapefruit fizzes. For that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I'll make mine a double. I'll make mine a double, double. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what I'll type into this keyboard. <laughs> oh man. Um, so you have a podcast It's called, uh, I'm kind of a big deal. Your yes. your artwork is so good it's already been ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> By some high school kids wanting oh. to do a class project or something. Oh um, my god. I got that rectified by the way. Oh you did? Okay, cool. Yeah, it was <laughs> So wait what so what's the story behind that? Some some kids uh just co opted it for their for themselves? So I yeah, my artwork is is a piece that I made on Illustrator. You know, it took me nine days because I don't know how to use Illustrator. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, you know, it has the title of my show, I'm Kind of a Big Deal, on the artwork. And I was just kind of Googling the show just to see where I'm at and what comes up. And I typed in, you know, Dwarfism Podcast. And my artwork came up, but the show name was not, I'm kind of a big deal. It was just dwarfism. And so I clicked on it and I'm like, wait, what is happening right now? And I <sighs> listened to it. It was, it was like a six minute thing about, it sounded like high school kids or college kids just talking about what they thought life with dwarfism was like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was very strange. <laughs> And um, now everybody's going to like Google this and listen to that show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're going to get so much traffic now. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I I reached out, I I posted because I'm in one, I'm in the podcast movement forum on Facebook, one of the groups. And I posted, you know, because I wanted to see what other people would do. And I think I got 135 responses, you know, from cease and desist and send your attorney over there. take them out maybe like murder them you know don't do anything like i got all these different responses wow and and i just i just contacted anchor and i (laughs) just said hey um you know please look at this because it's obvious that they they've had this artwork up on their show for six months and i didn't realize it and anchor didn't realize it either so but it was obviously just you know taken from mine so and, and, it, and it's, it's basically an exact copy of, of yours uh, like it wasn't yeah. even they didn't even like try to just modify it or you know tint the colors differently or anything they're just like yeah we'll take that they didn't even change the title of my <laughs> show on the thing <laughs> named it dwarfism I'm like what <laughs> it's so i mean can you imagine any other podcast doing like how i built this is like you know a podcast about like fixing cars or something like that like i'm just gonna steal how i built this is art yeah so what you do is you put your face on there and then you put your co-host's face on there and then nobody's gonna steal it because nobody wants your two faces (laughs) on their their podcast cover art that's what we did i don't it's worked out (laughs) great (laughs) i i I, you know what now i don't believe anything man i feel like you guys could get ripped off because they'll be like that's pretty cool artwork i want to take it for my my school project too like <sighs> oh man. Uh, I was honored that you know my artwork could support two different shows, but then <laughs> I felt 
Like, damn it. No, this is mine. I want it for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Uh, so, um, so talking about your show, do you want to, do you want to, uh, explain what your show is about? Sure. Absolutely. Dwarf, um, you already see dwarfism, but is it just like defining dwarfism or where do you go with the show? That's a part of it. Um, my, my show is called, I'm kind of a big deal. And I, I interview little people or people affected with dwarfism. Um, and we talk about the, the successes and struggles and funny stuff because there's a lot of funny that happens, um, and that we encounter and, you know, the re just real day to day things that people with dwarfism and short statured individuals face. There's a lot there. Um, my goal is to create a bridge between the little people in the average height world, because what I've found is that average height people react to little people. And I'm generalizing here, but average height people will react in a way where they want to make fun or avoid or not see us. And mm. so what I've found is that that's just a lack of exposure, education and experience with little people, right? It's, it's a defense mechanism that you don't want to accept what is in front of you if you don't feel comfortable with it or you don't understand it. Mm. But when people meet me and have some time with me, they realize, oh, you're just a dude. You're, you're, <laughs> You're a guy who can, you know, rattle off some drummers from favorite rock bands. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, yep. it's not like you, sir, you are, you know, a second mini me from Austin Powers, you know? And so that's, that, that's my goal with the show. I started it because my life has been so crazy touring in a rock band, loving surfing, working in acting and productions and being into photography and all these different the uh, hobbies it's turned somewhat careers. And so a friend of mine was like, you, you have to talk about your life cause it's been so crazy. And that's where I started out was talking about my life. But I realized that once I put out an episode or two, the friends that listen to it, who are short statured, they, they commiserated so much mm. with my experience feeling shame, having uh, surgeries, being you know self-conscious or not having enough self-esteem uh, to really accept and find yourself. And so I just thought it was this, the better way to go was to interview my friends. And, and my story will come out, but their stories are so huge um, that I feel like um, you know they needed to have a platform and a voice. That's awesome. That is that is awesome, and like I Thank said, I have listened to several episodes, and it's really really good. Yep. Thank you so much, man. I I really appreciate you guys you guys saying that. Yeah. Uh. So I, my my job on this show is to make things awkward, and the first thing I'm going to say <laughs> is you, you mentioned people not wanting to see you or kind of ignoring you or putting you down, and and Kent gets that too, but it's because he's ugly, not because he's short. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, okay. Not entirely. I mean, we all have our preferences, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to ask because you've you've meant, you've said it like five different ways. Little person, dwarfism, uh, short statured. Kent and I, we don't. We, I don't. I don't know that we know anyone afflicted with dwarfism. I shouldn't say afflicted. Affected by dwarfism. Um, what is the proper terminology and what terms should we be avoiding in the comment in the, in the current, uh, uh, commentary of, of our lives? Cause I mean, if, if you don't tell us or not you necessarily, but if we don't, if we don't know, if someone didn't say it, we're not going to know how our words are affecting things because we don't have the exposure. And if we go around saying the wrong things, we're never going to get the exposure. Cause we're like, fuck that guy. Um, no. so, so get, help us out here and, and educate, Kent and I, and and what audience we have, on like what's what terminology should we be using and should we be avoiding? Yeah, yeah, I love that. No, uh, that is such a great question, and I don't mean to be um, like a, a, a smartass when I say this, but the most correct terminology is somebody's name, right? You know mm. that 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 is that's like top of the that's uh, all of my guests that i talk to they're like you know don't call me a dwarf don't call me a midget don't call me a little person i'm i'm 
me. I'm Christoph. You know, call me by my name. So, and in saying that, the reason why I say I'm not being an asshole when I say that is it just turns us into a person just like that average height person that sees us that doesn't know how to use or doesn't know the correct terminology, you know? So that's, that's my first (laughs) step, like jumping off point to like humanizing this existence. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the next, you know, below that, I would say short stature is acceptable. Dwarf is acceptable. Dwarfism is the condition. You know, there are many types of dwarfism, um, and little person is also fine. Midget is attached to, um, <laughs> what is it? I think it's like a sand flea or a sand fly or something like that. And so early oh. days, that's like what our existence was equated to. So that's oh. kind of where the, that parallel comes. People, uh, you know, it's, it's exploitative and it's, um, <laughs> it's offensive to call somebody that, right. but you know, little person, short stature, dwarf, I, dwarf. So is, is that the, word, I, I normally hear that word associated with like either professional wrestling or some sort of like a carnival act or something yeah. like that. So when you said the word exploitative, like that's like, that sounds accurate to me. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I have people, I have friends that perform you know, midget wrestling. Like that's what they call it. Even when they're talking to me, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm going out on, you know, or I think they now call it micro wrestling. Um, my, my pals that do it, but it's just kind of like, like wrestling. How are you going to PC wrestling? You know, like people aren't going to show up and to, to the, like, we're going to the short stature wrestling event this evening. Let's uh, go have a good time at there. You know, they're like, no, I want to go to midget wrestling. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of, it's going to be what it's going to be. You know what I mean? But I think, yeah, that there are PC ways to, to go about it, but if you can, like just, I would, I would say if you're afraid to label somebody, try to treat them like they're just your, your friend that might have a disability or is just different or new in your circle, you know? That's awesome. Good advice. And, and and again, I I would I would never come up to be to person be like, hey dwarf. It'd always be, you know, that, that <laughs> I, even in my in my messed up brain, I understand that's not that's not how that's supposed to go. But it is always one of those things where you know, how do you describe a person out of a crowd? Like, well, there's sure you know, there's if, if you're if you're <laughs> if, if if you're in South Carolina. In certain places, you can go. That's the white dude, and you know who you're talking to because there's there's just not very many of us in those particular places. If you right. go uh, in North Dakota, you can go. Oh, it's the black guy, you know. And typically, if you're in a place and there's one little person, what terminology would I use to identify? That's the singular value that would identify that person, you know. And that and that's where it, the descriptors come in. Uh, I, but for sure. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like you don't want to be like, oh, that's that's the uh, the jackal pole, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to say jackal pole, like, yeah. you know, you don't you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna dude. write that word down somewhere. I'm gonna use that <laughs> word. Can we rate that word at the end of the show? <laughs> I, I give it one stars. No. It almost it almost sounds like you made it up on the fly. <laughs> um, no, well, yeah, I get it, and like. I'm still learning with this, with all of this too, even myself, you know, being a little person and having this existence, I still have had to figure myself out. You know, I didn't just show up with like, I know exactly who I am and this is okay and stuff. Even doing this podcast, when I was talking with another friend of mine, you know, I said the same thing where I said, you know, it's the intent behind the words it's not if somebody calls comes up to me and says like hey are you a midget i'm not going to be like i don't want to talk to you like screw you you're an asshole right i'm going to say like no actually you know properly i'm my name is christoph uh just so you know and then also the the non-offensive terminology would be either you know dwarf or little person or short statured um but i had the conversation with a, a friend of mine on an earlier on an earlier episode in my show and you know, I mentioned that it's the intent, right? That's that's what's malicious. 
And then another guest later on is like, no, it's not the intent. Like, don't use the word, use my name. Like that's mm. the only okay thing. And I love that it's, you know, I was the one that teed up the intent thing. And then a guest of mine later on totally shot it down. You know, it's like, like I'm not running a perfectly tight ship here. It's, it's, it's in flux. And I think that's the beauty of it. You know, like we're all different and we all want something yep. else maybe yep. than what somebody else wants. Right. Um, or in a certain way, like, and that's the thing too. Like you can't, there's no cure all. Like I bet if you walked up to some short statured person and you were like, Hey, you're a dwarf, right? Or can you like hand me something or whatever, you know, and use the term dwarf. They would, it's their own personality. They could get totally offended by that. And that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I was actually going to make that point. It's not like you're like the spokesperson for like this, this sect of the population or something like that. Uh, This is all, this is all your opinion and your, your viewpoint. Yeah. I represent me. (laughs) Yeah. Most most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, but on, on the same token, the on the same token, if we don't ask the questions and if we just presume, then we're going to be wrong way more than we're going to be right. So sure. please ask all the questions, please. Like, and, and I, I will say that the majority of short statured people were not afraid to answer questions. You know, so many times I've felt that talking about my surgeries or, you know, issues that are that come up socially they would bring the the vibe down with my friends or i, I wouldn't want to like burden people but and th- and then it's reciprocal right because then if i feel like i'm going to bring it down then oh if you bring it up we're going to bring it down and so it's really tough to bridge that gap and right. break down that barrier yeah but if one of us is brave enough to say hey i just want to talk about this you know i don't mean any harm by it let's just say something about it and you know mm-hmm go hang out, whatever it's, it goes so far. It's a mm-hmm. huge step. It, it, it parallels the conversation. Kent we had when we, when we had um, a Royce on and we were talking about white privilege and things like that. It's a matter of trying to learn, actively learning, asking the questions, not in a demeaning yep. way, yep. but in an objective, I want to learn way. And I think that's really, that's, that's the, well, of course I say this as a average height person, you know, white middle-aged middle-class dude like <laughs> right <laughs> you know um but yeah i think that's yeah, at yeah, least yeah. to me that's what seems I, yeah I, I think that's a fairly universal thing uh just have an open heart and open mind and just be curious like innocently curious if that's a thing and um i, I think that'll do well in most situations i can't, would think can't i'm reading Dragonlance right now you can't say innocently cur- curious without me thinking of a kinder like. Oh right, right. <laughs> All right, with without the Kinder's mischief, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Christoph, where, what part of the country did you grow up in? I'm from Detroit, Michigan, originally. Detroit, Michigan. Um, how did you become a surfer? <laughs> I've been obsessed with, with surfing, skate culture, and surfing since I was <laughs> twelve, I think. Okay. Um, my family would go to Florida for uh, Easter, um, not Easter Island stuff, uh, but <laughs> well, the holiday Easter. It's too bad. Uh, it, would, it would have explained why you like the grapefruit uh, vodka fizz so much. I yeah, please please go it. check out the Patreon and the, the, uh, the extra. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, right. The extra bits for, for more on that. Um, <laughs> Thanks for no, the plug. <laughs> Got you guys, man. Come on now. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I would go to Florida and I, you know, walked into a surf shop once or twice and I was just obsessed. I thought it was so cool. I've always been obsessed with water, you know, the Great Lakes in Michigan. We would go to the Great Lakes all the time. You cannot surf very well on the Great Lakes um, unless you are uh, wearing an ice beard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have friends that surf and they have ice beards. Um, but yeah, I, I just became obsessed with it. And I I sent in a card from Surfer Magazine um, for a subscription. And I was, I was like, well, I don't know if they're going to deliver Surfer Magazine to Michigan, but I'm going to send in <laughs> my card and my check. You know, I was 14 years old and like newly had a checking account and a job. And so I could afford it. And um yeah, I just started reading 
every single magazine. I was so obsessed with, with surfing. And then when I, whenever I would get to a coast or an ocean, I, I would just rent a board for a day and almost drown. Cause you surfing, um, rewards the persistent and mm. you have to be on it so much to be, to enjoy it and to like have fun with it. Yeah. This, I, this, I uh, been, oh. uh, th- this reminds me of, of moving to moving from Southern California, from Palmdale Lancaster, moving from Southern California to Indiana with a small town, Indiana. And all of a sudden now there was skate culture because I wasn't uh, around any skaters in Southern California. Then I get to Oxford, Indiana and there's a, a solid group of 10 dudes that are just skating all the time. And I was like, this is backwards. Yeah, like 33 <laughs> degrees and raining and they're still out there skateboarding. Yeah, trying to ollie over the fire hydrant. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yep. yep. You gotta make do, man. I yeah. I I love that culture. I don't know why. I think it was also tied in with punk rock, and I loved punk rock then. And so I, I got whenever I would get my hands on a surfing magazine, I would see the the Pennywise or the No FX advertisements in the in the magazine, and I would be like I don't care what that sounds like, but I have to go buy it. That's, <laughs> that's going to be so cool. I know it is just because it's in this magazine. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I lived in Florida for about three years, and uh, I had a buddy that was a surfer from South Carolina, North Carolina, I think. Where, where did you live in Florida? Uh, Panhandle near Fort Walton Beach. Okay. And um, so I used to go to the beach with him and – I knew I, I wasn't going to be good at surfing, at least not right away. So I picked up a boogie board and uh, I, I did that for a couple of years. I couldn't say I was good at it, but I had a hell of a lot of fun when I wasn't drowning. <laughs> well, one of the things that I wish I had was a video of Kent trying to skate. Because... Oh, dude. <laughs> I almost killed myself trying to skate. That would be, I would love to see that too. <laughs> Like, like he—he he was going to be up in the Patreon, guys. So make sure you look for the video. The, oh oh yeah, if we can ever find any footage, it, oh, it will be. Oh my gosh, yes. He—he uh, he was it, back when we were in in uh, Okinawa, uh, back in two thousand. He he got on my skateboard and was trying to do like an ollie, and he looked oh. then how I look now, trying to at, at forty two, trying to get my my seven year old trying to teach her how to ollie. Like it's, it's just, it's just a pathetic existence, but you keep trying for no reason. Uh, I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's, I mean, but that's what it is. You just have to keep pushing and pushing. And I think that's one thing that I love about surfing so much is there never, there's never going to be two waves that that are the same. You always have to approach waves in the moment and react however you can do whatever you can on a wave and every time i get off of a wave even if it's a crappy wave i'm still smiling ear to ear so i just i don't know man it just makes me feel good physically that's so much easier for me to do than playing soccer basketball baseball i have a spinal fusion so i can't twist um and so laying on a surfboard and popping up and riding a wave is um that that's what I I want to do, and I want to do it as best I can. Have you have that, you been to Hawaii really in February? I have not, but I would love to go, and I will not surf the North Shore in February because <laughs> that is that is the winter. I I know winter. Yeah, that's yeah. gnarly, man. I've I've surfed um, uh, Waikiki in like uh, spring break time. Okay, and that was. Yeah, I didn't drown, which was cool. But I, I would love to. I would love to see pipeline. I've never seen it. Yeah, or anywhere on the North Shore. Have you seen that in person? I've yeah. We I, well, I lived there for four years. So uh, unfortunately, my wife never wanted to go because she grew up in in Hawaii. So she was like, "This is dumb. I'm not going out there." Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, I've I've been out there in February during during the big waves, and uh, well, normally you go out there because in between Molokai and Oahu, you can get great pictures and things like that. That's when the uh, the whales are are cresting over between between oh, the wow. islands. That's their mating season, so they come to the warm waters. Um, so you leave there and you just keep going north, and you just end up. You can see the surfers out there; they're like tiny little specks, and the wave is like eighty five times higher than they are. 
and you just you you hope that person's going to come back and you just keep driving <laughs> it's crazy man like i H- hawaii is another world i i feel like surfing in california is it's it's not it's definitely not the easiest thing but it's so much more approachable than surfing in hawaii i think cuz hawaii if if you are any, anywhere but like the mushy you know rollers like Hawaii is gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh man! Did you oh. ever, did you ever try to surf there, Amos? I uh, no. <laughs> I I don't like natural bodies of water that I can't see the bottom of. I that maybe too many times did I watch the uh, Dead Lake movies uh, when I was little or something. <laughs> but something about natural water I can't see the bottom of kind of freaks me out. Gets my anxiety too high for me to be concentrate on. Anything other than reaching the shore. I I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Kent, were you into water it, when you were in Florida? I mean, you went to the beach and you bugged a little bit. Yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, I went out on a boat a couple of times, but um, yeah, for the most part, it was just I'd boogie board and swim, just go swim once in a while. But it was, I wasn't much of a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was more much. He was more of a boogie and beer kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I think. Um, I it, think that's that's usually like a combo uh, incentive buy at the surf shop. If you, you get a boogie board, you get a six pack. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Yeah, that might be. Bo- boogie and beer. Yeah. Hey, Amos. You know what's coming up soon? I do. I do. Sooner, sooner than most people probably realize. Uh sooner than we realize until we talk about it. The the Diamond Club. This will be, I believe, the sixth annual. If if I, think so. if I did my math right, uh, that's what I emailed Extra Life today when I was asking about them. So uh, hopefully, I got that right. This should be the sixth annual Diamond Club New Year's Eve twenty seven hour streamathon, benefiting presented by Ritual Misery, benefiting the Children's <laughs> Miracle Networks through extralife.org or dot com, Extra Life, uh, helping. <laughs> Helping sick kids through hard times with their families, and it's it's amazing. And while we're doing the whole thing, we celebrate all over the globe, twenty seven hours straight, so we can catch every New Year's Eve celebration in the world. We also have an active chat room because if you can't spend New Year's Eve with family or friends, you can spend it with us, and you don't have to go to dark places in your mind. That's yeah. so cool. Exactly. And if you want to be a streamer for the for the New Year's Eve streamathon, yellow420.com slash 2020 streamathon. Uh, that'll get you to the sign up sheet. Uh, so if you want to stream a game, stream a talk show, stream yourself cooking or making something or whatever, literally yeah. whatever, uh, get over there and sign up. The requirements are that you try to be entertaining. It doesn't always work. We get it. <laughs> you show up on your appointed time, you stream for the appointed time, and you are active in chat because that's kind of kind of a big deal. And all money raised goes to Children's Miracle Networks through Extra Life, and it's literally helping sick kids enjoy what might be their last days with their family so their family doesn't have to come out of pocket to spend the time with their with the kids. So Absolutely. Hey, um Christoph. Before we yeah. move to the next little bit here, I want to say thank you very much for being our guest. And I would love to have you as a repeat guest. This has been yeah. an absolute blast. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. The next time I talk to you guys, I will be in a different location. So I will have a new background. So if you want to see me in a new background, have me on next time and you will see a different backdrop. Uh, that is awesome. That, that, could, part, that could be the shtick, right? Every time Christoph comes on, he's got a different background. Whether it's a, honestly, di- a different wall, honestly, a new hotel room, just you know, there's just always a different background. It's probably a green screen right now. He's just <laughs> messing with us. It's not. It's not. It's that's, real. that's real. <laughs> Don't make me green screen this, Ken. I will green screen this. You'll be upset. If our audience wants to to see more of you or listen to more of you right now, where would they go? Um, yeah, go listen to, I'm kind of a big deal podcast. Uh, it's everywhere. Um, and other shows are stealing my artwork, but look for the authentic 
I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Big Deal Pod, and my personal Instagram is Christoph Z D, C H R I S T O P H E Z D. Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, if, if you want to see more of what I've got going on, RM underscore Del Noche on Twitter. Amos, what about you, dude? E T H A N C A I N E. Ethan Kane on the Twitter. I am on there. It's a little political right now because, well, because, because politics. Yeah, <laughs> because because voting day and importance of humanity yeah. and stuff. Or you can um, follow the show at Ritual Misery. And that feed is politics free. It it certainly is. It's completely pol- it's practically bereft of anything, but it is definitely politics free. <laughs> and if you want to join our conversation to include the post post show live chats, go to bit.ly slash RMP Discord and become part of our Discord. And you can find all these links and more ways to support the show and give feedback at our website, ritualmisery.com. Thanks so much to Kevin McLeod for allowing us to use your music. Uh, should be playing right about now. Uh, we are live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific on DiamondClub.tv and Twitch.tv slash Ritual Misery. Thank you for listening, for Kent, for me, for Christoph, and for you. This has been your Ritual Misery podcast. See ya. We got to do our dance, Kent. Oh, yeah. Uh, chair dancing, chair dancing. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> R-A-T-U-A-L-M-I-S-E-L-Y.